0: Hi, Minimal Moves. It's Haruka again. Welcome back. And today I wanted to talk to you about how my 300 plus item declutter is going so far. Um, And as you know, if you had started following this sort of decluttering journey when I started it, I talked about this in one of the past episodes where I'm loosely following the 30 day minimalism game, but extremely, extremely loosely. That is kind of a more or less in concept so if you don't know the way the 30-day minimalism game works is that you declutter you pick a random month it doesn't you don't even need to start at the start of the month um you can start on august 15th or august 31st it doesn't matter um but on the first day when you start this challenge you declutter one item and then on day two you declutter two items Etc. Etc. Until you get to the last day of the month, and I think if you do thirty days, you declutter four hundred and sixty-five items, and if you do thirty-one days, you declutter four hundred and ninety-six items. I think that adds up, um, hopefully. And so that's what that challenge looks like. Now, as a college student, first of all, I I have a lot of things, but a lot of it I consider fairly. Not essential in the sense of I absolutely need it or I will die, but essential in the sense that I find it really valuable in my life. A lot of the things that are maybe shared with members of my apartment cohort and whatnot. So it's not as easy to find or give myself permission to rather declutter 465 items. I'm sure I could if I really was driven to, but that didn't really feel like a priority. So what I decided to do was. Instead of going ahead and decluttering 465 items in one month, stretching it out and encouraging myself to declutter one item per day or more if I felt motivated to for the past four or five months, I want to say. I started in August. And at the start, I was decluttering a lot because there were so many things that I hadn't previously been in the mindset to declutter, but that I hadn't really had value that I could derive from, or they were maybe, you know, cheap things I picked up along the way that weren't super essential or things with advertisements on them, kind of things like that. So that was really easy. And that was perfect timing because I, of course, hadn't started the semester yet. There wasn't quite as much to be done, although there was always a lot to be done. And I think that was great timing, especially in the summer. I find that the summer feels like a great time to declutter as opposed to the winter, And strangely enough, it's almost like the physical objects are there to sort of fill up the space in the winter, in the cold. Does that make any sense? I don't really know. Um, Perhaps... And so, as we move into the winter months, what I've started doing because as I kind of reach right now, I'm at three hundred and nineteen items. Um, I'm waiting for my three hundred twentieth item, and as I declutter these items, I've shifted in strategy. So at first, I just had a notebook where I would write down all the items, and at some point, I started numbering them. So this is an approximation. Fun fact about myself: I like approximating with very precise numbers. So it would be like around two forty-six p.m. That would be kind of how I how I do numbers. I don't know why. Um, And so at the start, I was writing down all these items that I was decluttering. Even then, it was kind of like a loose category. So I would write down maybe decluttered some pens, something like that. Um, And I started numbering them at some point. And then I transitioned into a self-care planner in September, which was interesting. I do not like it. I talk about this in the planner episode as well. But um, I'm sure it'll work well for some people. And In those monthly pages, I would write down what I decluttered that day. And generally, I think, if I remember correctly, I would average at around one to seven items sometimes, depending on what I was doing. I've noticed that stationery, letter writing, gift wrapping, those categories are places where I have a lot of things that I can move out of my space and also repurpose fairly well because, for example, for pens, I would bring them to work because we need sign-off. Well, under normal circumstances, we need check-in pens uh, for people to use when they arrive in the building. So things like that were fairly easy to do. Things that were harder are, of course, pieces of clothing. I needed to sort of think through what to do with it. And I, of course, have talked through how to deal with those in past episodes. And we'll have a couple more coming up related to that. Um, So stay tuned with that. Um, And then after I went through that self-care planner, that planner was for three months. So after those months finished, my self-care ended. Of course. Not kidding. No, JK. That, of course, doesn't make sense. But... I did stop keeping track of my decluttering in that way, and then I transitioned to my other planner, where I decided to keep track of the things that I declutter on a weekly basis. So on the weekly spread, I write down at the top of, just kind of in the margins, which items I've decluttered. And as I progress in this decluttering journey, I've become more specific, because it's almost like a part of my daily log, kind of like a diary of what I did. And I think that it's also for me personally, it's really meaningful. It's not, I mean, of course people will say the numbers don't matter and the numbers don't matter but they matter to me um, because I think that writing down each specific item and ascribing them a number is a way of honoring the item. For some things it may not be as important but if I'm decluttering like a face wash that my mom brought for me all the way from Japan when we met up um, over a college visit trip and uh, she would bring all these products that we talked about on the phone or that she thinks that we have at home that's better. And so those things, if I'm getting rid of that, it's kind of nice to have this sense of closure by writing down the item, giving it, giving its name kind of some moment to be held. That sounded oddly cliche, but you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of giving space and honoring that, whatever it is, that object. And I think that that for me is kind of a sense of, um, settling, and it makes it feel like that item is still part of my experience and something that I am deriving value from, even though the object itself may not no longer be as essential. So that's what I do. Um, and I would highly recommend, especially for people who are kind of sentimentally attached to objects like I am, um, if you are one of those people, I would recommend taking the time to write down what it is, it doesn't even need to be precise. I'm staring at my pen that I received from an organization that I really support. Um, so the organization is w or caps. That has nothing to do with the object. Um, and they are a wonderful organization that supports women of color advancing peace and security. That's what they stand for. I have a pen that I picked up from them, um, probably at an event that I attended with them not this past, but last summer, when I think it was on intelligence and technology, if I remember correctly. And I have this pen. Um, obviously this pen has nothing to do exactly with the organization, aside from the fact that it has its logo on it. So I'm thinking about decluttering it, um, bringing it to work, as I've done with my other pens at some point, maybe. And so for me, though, because the organization's name is here, I'm a sentimentally attached. Um, and for me it'll be helpful then to write down the pen's name so for me for this pen it'll be w caps ballpoint pen or something like that and then that'll be my item number 320 and then I can move on um and i think that that is super helpful for me to keep track because for the sake of this podcast for the sake of my deepening my understanding of minimalism i think this is helpful but of course if you're not interested in sharing about the experience it may not be as vital But I think it's helpful in honoring the memory of each item and encourages you to declutter either because it feels like a little bit like a game, like you're adding the numbers, but also because you have a place to preserve the item without preserving it. I know that there's a lot of sort of pushback against preserving items in different forms sometimes because... There's the idea of digital minimalism. (laughs) And similarly, I imagine that writing down everything is not the most minimalist thing. But at the same time for me, where I am at in the minimalist experience, I don't think that I want to declutter ideas of things entirely. I don't think my brain is structured to do that exactly. Um, We'll see where I'm at in two years or so. But for now, for now, this is what we're working with. And... You may wonder, so what happens to those notebooks that I write down these things on? I am decluttering the notebooks. So maybe that's where it's kind of relevant to talk through where you keep track of these things. If you want to permanently keep it in the day and age that we're in, it might be a smarter idea to maybe start a notes page or use Notion or OneNote or whatever note-taking mechanism you use and write down all the items that you are decluttering there so that you can preserve it. Permanently, but for me, it's kind of this idea of honoring it. So I don't need to forever hold on to the list of items, although that would be cool. But I think I will just hold on to the number and pass it on to the next recording system whenever I shift journals or planners or anything like that. So, uh, what I have done so far is the first notebook where I just listed all the items, Um, I decluttered that one, and I am planning to declutter the self care planner that I used. Secondly, this planner I probably will. Well, I, will, I plan to keep it until the end of 2021. Um, it has pages up through then. And then I'll probably declutter early 2022. That said, if I am suddenly in need to move and have to minimize my luggage extremely, or for any other reason, I'm unable to maintain the load that I have right now, I wouldn't hesitate to declutter this because of the log. I might hesitate for other reasons, for... Um, any of the journaling content that I have in here, but I highly doubt that as well. I'm trying not to get attached to words on the page um, and be attached to the memory instead. And I know that uh, folks from older generations within my family have recommended me to hold on to these things. So perhaps there's some wisdom to holding on to it when I can. But I still strongly believe that the past shouldn't be something that holds down your present or your future. So... That With that, I I think that that's the gist of what I wanted to talk through. In terms of my 300-plus item update, I will continue. Let me talk through just quickly the plans going ahead regarding this decluttering process. So I am currently, as you know, at 320 items. And the goal is to continue forth. I'm so far overachieving. So I'm about 20 items over what I wanted to finish. By the end of 2020, I'm talking through this with you on December 30th. And by early, so let's say by the start of the summer of 2021, I want to have decluttered around 350 items. And the reason why I'm slowing it down so much is because as you continue to declutter, there are obviously less and less things that you can declutter. Okay, but that 350 items is before I move out, right? Obviously, there are items I'm going to let go naturally because I am going to be moving out of the area in May or June. And when I do so, I will hope to have decluttered 400 items because I think that there are items that are naturally going to leave, such as my bedding. I can't, no matter where I moved, I don't plan to move it. My um, couch that I had by accident, I... Don't plan to move that as well, things like that, you know, and depending on where I'm moving, I may be keeping more things, less things. But either way, I hope to really pare down what I have and use that opportunity of moving as an opportunity for decluttering as well. I'll be getting rid of kitchen items that I have, mugs, things like that, Um, just because it doesn't make sense to move with them. uh, As sad as it is, I think that that would be what is good for me, especially if I'm doing a long distance move. There really is no other option than that. So... Um, Stay tuned. I'll probably do an update at the end of next semester, which for me will be around end of April, start of May, maybe end of May, and check back in with you where I'm at in terms of the decluttering, and I'm sure I won't be able to help but talk through these items throughout my podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Follows, likes, etc. The usual. I appreciate every piece of feedback that I received. And with that, I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye, minimal moves.